Welcome to Culture Factor. I'm your host, Holly Shannon. Our new season looks at creators, innovators, and entrepreneurs. Why? Because the gig economy is emerging. Talent has gone to work for themselves. Whether furloughed or part of the great resignation, they've birthed the big idea, and those 57 million Americans are contributing more than $1 trillion to the U.S. economy annually. This is what the new normal looks like. You now have a front row seat to creator culture and into the places where the magic is being made. Subscribe now to Culture Factor so your ears are treated to some of the best stories around the world. And if you take the time to rate, review, and share this, please send me the screenshot and I'll give you a shout out on my show. Please reach out if you'd like to sponsor Culture Factor. It is your opportunity to be a part of a show that is ranked in the top 2% globally and heard in over 77 countries. Email holly at hollyshannon.com to be a part of this global audience. Hello, Culture Factor family. Today I have a very special treat. My youngest guest yet her name is Siona Vikram, and she started a podcast called Little Mind Chats because she saw something missing in the space. So we will definitely dive into that. She's also won the Golden Crane Podcast Award and has been a final slate nominee for the most prestigious award in podcasting called the Podcast Awards in 2021. She's been featured in Podcast uh, Magazine and her first speaking engagement, and I'm going to point out there'll be many, many more. Uh, she spoke at a summit called Amplifying Her Voice 2021. And she is also the youngest speaker that was on the world's largest podcasting stage called Podcast Movement. So we are going to talk to her about a few things because she has spearheaded a club for children called Little Wise, but I'll let her elaborate that on that. Um, but I want to point out she's done all this by the age of 10. So I want to get started. Um, Siona, welcome to Culture Factor. Hi, Holly. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, this is great. We, we, made, we climbed a lot of mountains to make this happen. We've had some issues, so I'm glad we're together. And um, so, Siona, at age seven, you recognized that there was something missing in education, and you found that certain conversations just weren't happening. So um, what did you go about creating, um, and, and how did you approach this missing link? So that's a very interesting question you've asked there. So it's actually making me think deeper. So at that age, I was going to school like any other kid. But parallelly, due to my quest of learning new things, I was deep into knowing the entire world on the map, the uh, flags, the different countries, the capital cities, the different cultures, the biodiversity based on the weather. And not just that, I was keen on learning more about space, technology, inventions, science, and so much more. So I was a voracious reader as well. It was being thought at what was being thought at school felt like a complete disconnect from what I was learning at home, all the general knowledge that I was gaining from books and home. So that's when podcasts came into picture. I was thrilled and I felt like podcasts could probably put my academics more into context. But when I started exploring podcasts, I saw that there were 
pretty much just science and stories for children. The science podcasts, I could relate to them to some extent. They made sense to some extent, but they felt like a repetition of what was in my science books already. Then what about all that geography and culture and biodiversity and weather? And what about all that? None of that was still in context. So just about then, I was introduced to this amazing source of information called news. My parents told me that's the best place to know more about what's happening in the world right now. Well, they were right, right to some extent, because news has certainly been the best source to know what's happening in the world right now. But the problem was, it's all tailored for adults. I've had to take my parents' help to understand and decipher the news and then make connections with all my uh, learnings from my academics. And to done, news became part of my podcast, Little Mind Chats, Mind a Little, Not Our Thoughts. That's amazing. Yeah, and even today, I still wonder why there is no mainstream news channel or something for kids. And I kind of like that word news because it's like not east, west, south. Like, you know what's happening in all the four directions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, well, you will probably be the person who creates that. So um, that's, that's pretty exciting. I think we're seeing the start of something here. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I meet you now. So when you blow up and you're great, I could say I knew her when. But you know, it's interesting because I know you need your parents to def- decipher the news. Um, and, and as a grown up, I will tell you that sometimes I need someone to decipher the news for me. It's very, um, you know, depending on where you're getting your news from, you get obviously very different input. Um, And sometimes I do believe it's made confusing for a reason. um, So that maybe we don't go deeper. So I think it's really interesting that um, you sit alongside your parents and you really dig into it and, and figure out where you want to explore. Um, what's interesting is you have a news channel, but in your podcast over the past few seasons, you've had five seasons to date, right? And you've covered, let me just, let me just look that up. Hold on a minute. You've covered, um, science, health. Um, well, I'll, I'll let you list the, the five seasons, but within all of those seasons, you've learned a lot were there, was there like a certain season that really impacted you because you did go back and talk about like biodiversity and culture. So I have a feeling where that's where we're headed. So, um, yeah, the five, uh, seasons of my podcast were health, space, education, earth and environment, and spirit of sports. So, um, there, ha- there have been many guests who've had a very positive impact on my thoughts and actions. Lots of them wowed me with facts and experiences and lots of other things that they shared on the podcast. And news across the world by far is something that has impacted me deeply as well. So environmental news I've done over the past one and a half years kind of sums up why it's beyond the hands of governments across the world to fix the environment. All of us need to make lifestyle changes at the grassroots level. Not more changes, but 
big ones. Well, coming back to your question on the one episode or the one season that has impacted me the most, I'd say it's season five, which has impacted me the most. But the episode that has impacted me the most is episode 38, in which I read news about turtles. Are you okay to quickly, uh, for me to quickly read it out here now? Absolutely. A year-long survey of marine life in the U.S. reveals sea animals are severely affected by plastic rubbish. Of the animals surveyed, around 88% are listed as threatened or endangered under the U.S. Endangered Species Act. It included Hawaiian monk seals, Florida manatees, stellar sea lions, and all six species of sea turtles found in the U.S. Around 90% of these cases involved animals swallowing plastic, including microscopic microplastic particles. Turtles as young as a few days old were found with plastic in their stomachs. An estimated 15 million metric tons of plastic enter the oceans every year. The report states, adding that this is equivalent to around two bin lorries per minute. Oh my God! What are we doing to our Earth? Oceania, the world's largest ocean conservation group, is recommending companies reduce the amount of plastic produced and offer plastic-free alternatives, and that governments pass policies to help reduce single-use plastics. So when I read this news, I literally sat at my mic and cried for a few minutes, Holly. It was probably my realization that we as humans are leaving no stone unturned to make the life of every other fellow animal on planet Earth's life miserable. That's a harsh reality. It's so interesting that you recognize that. And, you know, it's even deeper, right? You know, when you look at the whole uh, ecosystem in the ocean, I mean, there's coral reef and uh, there's the smaller fish uh, as well as, you know, the larger fish. So they eat the smaller ones. So they're ingesting the plastic through what they eat as well as just ingesting it from the, you know, the water and living in that environment. It's really scary and it's phenomenal. I I mean, it's so sad that it hit you the way it did, but it's kind of phenomenal because I think your generation is going to be a critical component to correcting um, all of all of this mess that's you know left in your hands. Um, not that it's just left in your hands, but I think it's going to be critical for um, the technologies and the ideas that you bring to the table. I think it's really amazing. Um, you know. I think what people miss there, the, the other piece of it is that, you know, the turtles and the animals eat the fish and they get the plastic in them. And then we eat the fish and we get the plastic in us. So while we look at the big ocean and it seems separate, it really isn't separate, right? We're, we're eating the plastic too. And it's ending up in our bloodstreams and our bodies because it's on a micro level. That's so true. I wonder why we even thought of destroying such a beautiful source of life and color to our planet earth i agree i you know i don't know i i'd like to think that people didn't intentionally go about 
destroying it. Um, I think maybe the ocean seemed so vast that, you know, whatever they were putting in there felt like a drop in the ocean. Uh, but I guess if enough people do it, it does become a problem. I'm often asked, does my business need a podcast? My answer is yes, that nothing else is the fast track into thought leadership and being established and seen as the expert in your industry as podcasting. What's increasingly evident is that it's a branding machine. It kicks doors open for you to have conversations with leaders. It creates a pathway to partnerships and connections on a deeper level. You will not be your industry's best kept secret. Your ideas and business will have global reach. So step into your power. Go to hollyshannon.com to launch your podcast now. And now back to our interview. I would love to, at this point, uh, circle around to the conversation about uh, Little Wise, which was a club you created. And I think um, it relates to the conversation around plastic. Um, do you think you could share with everybody about that? So um, the news episode that I just spoke of, coupled with my interviews with scientists like Dr. Jaraja Sabayos, uh, Hannah Whitby, and other scientists, environmental causes and actions should no more be inspiration-based. It's more of a necessity right now. So if my research isn't wrong, more than 50% of the plastic that's coming out of fossil fuels is being used by the toys and gaming industry. Toys are discarded carelessly after use that add to the environmental pollution and, of course, our water bodies. Not just that, due to less regulation in the toy sector, I've read about huge loads of chemicals that go into our toys to make them attractive flame retardants, etc. So these chemicals are slowly poisoning us. In the long run, they could cause cancer, allergy, and asthma symptoms, altered toddler behavior, birth defects, and so much more. And the fact about these is that they are stored in fat cells. And as we take away our exposure to these chemicals, they actually start going away from us automatically in fact they're going away from us all the time but there's more chemicals seeping into us to replace the old ones like um like once the fat cells die even the chemicals start to come out of us so my little wise club was founded to do my bit for raising awareness about the plastic toy situation around the world so wise is actually an acronym which stands for warriors inspiring sustainable earth. So anyone, children or adults across the world can join my club. Just mail me to Siona at littlemindchats.com. I repeat, Siona at littlemindchats.com. So in this club, I will be putting up monthly environmentally oriented tasks so if you complete it you will earn points after certain levels you will receive an eco warrior certificate um so just by joining my club you can get 50 points you know so if you're in india bengaluru i will be conducting collection drives for plastic toys from children this will happen on the last sunday of every month 
Eco Warriors could come in with their toys and earn points for that as well. So I've tied up with the government approved recycler who will help me recycle this out of a children's ecosystems. It's so cool that you call them Eco Warriors. And I think it's brilliant that you create almost like a gaming system in it where they get rewarded, they get points for everything that they uh, bring in to be recycled or however they contribute to your project uh, becoming global citizens. It's really, really cool, cool stuff, Siona, really. Um, you know, it, it's interesting to me, um, and I'll put all of that stuff in the chat, you know, all of the, the links and everything. So everybody will be able to, to find you and, and, and help out with that. And I do have uh, listeners in India where, where Culture Factor is received there as well, actually in like 82 countries. And I know India is one of them, so that'll be good. Um, so, you know, it, it's here in the States, there's a lot in the US where I live, there are companies that are working towards children's toys that are not made of plastic, are not toxic and do not carry, um, you know, uh, chemical dyes and varnishes that uh, contribute to destroying our ecosystem. Uh, you know, when I was, um, raising my son, there was a company called Melissa and Doug, and they made everything from wood. Like all of their toys were made from wood, um, which I think is really cool. And I actually went out of my way to get as, as many of those as I could for my son. Um, you know, unfortunately there were a lot of plastic toys. There wasn't as much available. So I was a big advocate of recycling and just reusing those toys and not going and buying more and feeding the machine, as I used to say. I don't know, how do you encourage families to approach getting toys for their, their kids? Have you, have you thought about that piece at all? Um, yeah, well, my website is under development at the moment, but uh, once my website is fully developed, we will have products for parents to buy. So um, if you, and I've heard of Melissa and Doug before. So if you um, know them, you should put me in touch with the sustainable toy manufacturers, if you know any personally. Uh, well, I don't know them personally, but I'm not shy. So I will definitely reach out on your behalf. So. <laughs> okay. I love that you're encouraging children to become global citizens. And um, the, the other thing that I want to ask you, uh, because I think you're such a powerhouse and you're doing so many things, um, what, it, what is in the future for you? Um, what does season six look like for Little Mind Chats? And will you expand the, the Little Wise group to try and... Uh, be more globally present. Yeah, so um, so my little wise will certainly stay for a long time. And uh, season six is, um, I'll have like industry experts, like people who design toys, doctors, um, and lots of other people related to the toy sector and health sector of children. So, and then after that, I will be interviewing parents on my podcast and then that makes it up so 
Little Wise will certainly stay for a long time and I will keep improving it so millions of children join my club and be proud to declare themselves as eco-warriors. So with my future, I want to be some sort of scientist or maybe even a coder or something. I've not made up my mind on which stream exactly though. I think that's good. Don't make up your mind. In fact, do all of them. You know, I think we, we as, uh, as adults, or at least I saw this coming from my parents' uh, generation, is that you always had to pick something. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't think you need to be one thing, Siona. Definitely not you, one thing. I think it's okay to study and become a scientist. I think it's okay to study coding. Uh, I think it's okay for you, you to uh, play the guitar and maybe become you know, a skateboarder. Like, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that um, we make the mistake uh, of, of picking, of trying to pick one thing. And we're such multifaceted individuals. I mean, here you are as uh, somebody in media, and yet you're also an environmentalist. You're also somebody who cares about science. So I don't think you should pick one thing, Siona. I think the world needs you to stay creative and uh, do as many things that spark your interest. Thank you. I think every child should not settle on one thing because I'm telling you, sometimes my parents keep saying, oh, I wish I was that um, profession. Oh, I wish I was that profession. But they can't change their profession now. I, th I think... Um, Life is more colorful when you experience a lot of different things. Um, I've been fortunate to be a few things myself in my life. Um, and I think that you are going to do amazing work in the future, Siona, because uh, you're um, exponentially curious and the world needs more Sionas. And I think a lot of people are gonna follow your lead and I thank you for that. Aw, thank you and you're welcome. That's also, thanks for all those encouraging words and lovely advice. Very kind indeed. Well, Siona, I thank you so much for coming on Culture Factor. And I know that my community is gonna benefit a lot from your journey and seeing how you think outside of the box. I will put all the links in the show notes. And I'm going to encourage everybody to uh, go listen to the past seasons that Siona put out. Um, I think if you, if you were to start with one, start with episode 38, that inspired her so much. And um, thank you so much, Siona. Thanks for coming. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you, Holly. I'll surely stay in touch with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.